SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Thursday, August 25th. I am Scott Wetzel right here on Sports Grid Radio, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, the injury waiting to happen happens. Losers into winners last night. We have our second official NFL play. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Picking some golfing winners. And uh, how high will it go? We'll get to all those stories. Plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all over the fastest 60 minutes on Sports Good Radio history. What's going on, LLs? Loyal listeners, how are you on this uh, Thursday? Little uh, Bally Sports South with the Matt Olson Grand Slam for the Braves, who start today now one and a half back of the New York Mets. And then you got uh, Root Sports Northwest on uh, George Kirby throwing 24 strikes to start the game against uh, the Washington Nationals. Didn't help him any. He still lost the game, thank you very much, uh, laying a run and a half on Seattle. Uh, but it did set the record there for most strikes, as far as they know. Funny how they don't have uh, anything back before 1980. They got everything in the world, all these goofy stats and wars and uh, POPs and SOTs and QRFs and whatever else we can come up with. with some goofy baseball staff in the 1920s, but they can't tell you how many times someone started to game uh, throwing uh, 25 or more pitches uh, for strikes. Interesting. Ah, yes. The injury waiting to happen. We will start there. Happens. I told you something. This is getting like rhetoric. It's just over and over and over again. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. This guy was an injury waiting to happen. Now, I thought it would be in one of his knees. But in the end, it's actually his foot. OKC rookie Chet Holmgren trying to guard LeBron James on a fast break. Can't even run. Can't Forget about jumping up for a rebound. Forget about boxing somebody out. Forget about taking a charge. Forget about charging into somebody. The guy is just running down the court with LeBron, who barely touches him. He's backing up, and he breaks his foot. He's out for the rest of the season. Unbelievable. An injury waiting to happen. I told you so. I, t- I did. that was one of the that'll go down. One of the worst draft choices in, uh, in NBA history. This guy's going to be a stiff. We all know it. Anybody that's got half a brain realizes you can't be seven foot nine and weigh fifty pounds. You can't do it. You can't and play in the NBA. You can't do it. It's impossible. Guy can't even run up and down the court without breaking his foot. Oh, brother. How about that? So now they're sitting there with nothing. Not that it affects their odds any. You know, they're, they're f- still 500 to 1. I don't know what they were before that, but it, it couldn't have been much lower than that anyway. But, you know, they had a bright little future. They got a couple of guys there. You know, they kind of turned things around a little bit. Second half of the season last year. Not a lot, but, you know, you have a couple of pieces there at OKC that you thought maybe just maybe. And this guy was supposed to be part of it, but 
And all you dopes that watch, uh, you know, uh, basketball and, and Gonzaga, oh, yeah, this guy's different. Oh, the, the guys, are, they're always different. They're always, always different. No, he's not going to be Yao Ming. He's not going to be this guy. He's not going to be that guy. He can shoot three-pointers. He's much better than this. He's better than that guy. They always got to kind of get compared to you know, the Yao Mings and all the other stiffs of the world, right, they, who either couldn't play or, or dealt with injuries. Oh, uh, yeah, good old Chet Holmgren, uh, you know, seven foot nine, 150 pounds. Soaking wet was going to be different. Yeah. Can't even get through. Can't even get to training camp without breaking his foot. Uh, I don't know why I'm taking such joy. It's just that, you know, because I knew it. I knew it. You know, all these, these GMs and these scouts and they all think they're smarter than everybody else. It's an injury waiting to happen. It was an injury waiting to happen. You know the rigors of the NBA? I know they don't play any defense on the NBA. I get that. But still, you do have to play some, believe it or not. Wow. So out for the rest of the season before the season even begins. There you go, OKC. Now, now, how about all those people that bought season tickets thinking, all right, this is going to be a pretty good show. Think you can get to your refunds on those? I kind of doubt it. Kind of doubt it. And he's just, like you said, he was just backing up. Just backing up. Amazing. So there you go. What did I last night in, uh, in Major League Baseball? You know, we used to do this. I don't know why we really stopped, but we did after about twenty. Uh, we were going to give it a hundred. Uh, we were going to give it a hundred bucks. We were going to play five dollars on a four or five team goofy parlay with all underdogs. And I tell you, ever since we stopped, it's hit about like once every two uh, two days or, or two weeks. But you had like Washington, Kansas City, Detroit, Oakland, Cubs, all underdogs, all winning yesterday. Boy, if you had a parlay with those five teams. All right, a lot to get to, including some golf picks and great strategy coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yes, you are. 844-843-6879. Sportsnet LA with the uh, Dodger highlight. And then uh, Bally Sports Sun with the uh, Tampa Bay uh, walk-off uh, winner against the LA Angels. Uh, didn't cover the run and a half, but uh, does help our cause with Tampa Bay winning and the Angels losing with our uh, um, season props as far as win totals are concerned. Yeah, what a wacky day in baseball yesterday, huh? You know, outside of the Dodgers winning, that might have been the only thing that was supposed to happen that actually happened, uh, you know, outside of the uh, the craziness. Uh, all those underdogs. Braves won in the, in the afternoon, but Tigers beat the Giants as, as monster dogs. Uh, Rangers went on the road as slight dogs. A's win at home against uh, the Marlins as slight dogs. Guardians beat the Padres as uh, dogs in San Diego. Nationals heavy underdogs against George Kirby beat the uh, the Mariners three to one. White Sox Orioles basically pick them. Phillies were favorites over the Reds. They win seven to five. Rays were big favorites over the Angels. They win four to three. Uh, Blue Jays the slight favorites over the Red Sox. They win three two. Cubbies big dogs against the Cardinals. They win seven one. Royals underdogs against the Diamondbacks, they win 5-3. And then the Dodgers and the Astros, both big favorites, uh, both win. So, uh, you know, kind of a crazy little uh, Washington, Casey, Detroit, Oakland, Cub parlay. Uh, Boy, what would that have uh, paid off? Speaking of uh, paying off, before we get to today's action... 
Ah, yes. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Do we even have to bring it up anymore? You know, it's not even, it's getting to be not even fun. It's not even a challenge anymore. Seven and one with our strikeout props. Seven and one. This after going uh, five and one on Monday, five and four on Tuesday, six and zero oh on Friday. So if you added all up, that's sixteen. That's twenty three and six over the last four days uh, of uh, picking uh, props. Twenty. What did I say? Twenty four. Twenty three and six. How about that? Uh, shall we recap it? Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, Shane McClanahan, Tampa Bay yesterday afternoon, seven and a half gets nine winner. Kyle Wright, Atlanta, five and a half against Pittsburgh gets eight winner. Mitch Keller, Pittsburgh against Atlanta, same game, three and a half gets five winner. Logan Webb, four and a half for San Fran against Detroit gets six winner. Jose Barrios of Minnesota against, uh, or against uh, Toronto rather against uh, Boston gets four, uh, four and a half gets six winner. Uh, Houston's uh, Framber Valdez against Minnesota five and a half gets eight winner. Stop Scott, please. No more. Uh, Brady Singer five and a half for KC against Arizona gets six winner. The only one we lost on was uh, Miles Michaelis of St. Louis against the Cubbies. He only had three uh, and his number was four and a half. Seven and one. Ah, it's like taking candy from a baby. Just just picking pickles out of a barrel. What do these things mean? I don't know. But it's just too easy. Just, just, just too easy. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So where are we going today, you ask? Um, We have seven guys. I considered ten. I'm throwing out one Jacob deGrom. Nine and a half strikeouts. He's uh, had four starts since coming off the DL. He's had ten strikeouts, two out of the four. Uh, I just, I don't, you know, extra rest. I don't like the playing guys with extra rest. It just kind of screws things up. And he's a loser anyway, so I don't want to play on losers. I uh, thought about Caprillion for Oakland against the Stankies. You know, Stankies are a strikeout machine and everything. They got his number at four and a half, and it's plus 136. But he's only had five strikeouts or more, three of his last 16 starts, three and 13. So, got to be wise with this. I'm not going to play that. Thought about the tie-on for the Stanks against the A's, five and a half. Uh, So, his number would be six, obviously, right? But he's only had six strikeouts, six of his last 17 starts, six and 11. So... No, we got to throw those guys out. So here's who we are going to go with. <clears throat> you know the rules. We always, 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 for the most part, uh, go against the Angels. They are the number one strikeout team in all of baseball. So we'll take Drew Rasmussen for uh, Tampa Bay. His number is five and a half. Little Juice, minus 136. He's had six strikeouts his last two starts. Only five and nine his last 14. But we're going to throw him that little extra edge uh, that now he's going against the Angels. Uh, same game. We're going to use uh, Patrick Sandoval, the Angels. Tampa Bay, fifth worst strikeout team in all of baseball. His number is five and a half. Again, a little juice, minus 140. Uh, but he's hit that seven and seven, so it's like a 50-50 proposition. I like it because I think you're going to get a lot of reserves for both teams. They played last night. Uh, I do like playing these overs in the afternoon because uh, that's what you get. So you get the lesser player in there, so I think he'll get his six. Why not? Uh, St. Louis, uh, take it on the Cubbies this afternoon. Dakota Hudson, three and a half. Cubs are the fourth worst strikeout team in all the baseball. He's hit that number four, three and three, his last six. 
And uh, we use uh, Marcus Stroman, same game uh, of the Cubbies. His number is only four and a half. He's had five strikeouts or more, six of his last nine starts, six and three. Not bad. So I like that one. Those are the four main ones. And our secondary ones, which I like just the same, uh, but, you know, they're not necessarily system plays. They're more odds-on plays. Chris Archer from Minnesota against Houston. His number's three and a half. Now, he sucks, especially on the road. He does. But I will tell you, he's had four strikeouts or more, six of his last eight starts, six and two. You only need four. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna play it over Archer. Houston, same game. Luis Garcia five and a half against Minnesota, so his number is six. Uh, he's nine and five last fourteen starts, getting six strikeouts or more. Not bad. And then we're gonna throw a little bonus one in here at you. Kevin Gossman for Toronto against our beloved Red Sox. Uh, his number is six and a half. He's five and five, getting seven his last uh, ten starts. However, here's your little bonus. He had 10 strikeouts, not once, but twice against Boston in this little 10-game stretch. So clearly he has something going against the Red Sox. So we'll play Gosman as well at 6.5. So Sandoval, Rasmussen for L.A. to Tampa Bay. Uh, Hudson Stroman in the St. Louis Cubs game. Archer Garcia in the Minnesota Houston game. It just seems to work out. They were playing both pitchers in these games. Uh, and then Toronto's uh, Kevin Gossman against the Red Sox is six and a half. Our $10 goofy parlay, since we're on a roll here, we're going to go Gossman nine strikeouts. Now he needs seven, so we're asking for two more, plus 450. We're going to use Strowman six strikeouts. At plus 230, he's expected to get five, so we're only asking for one more there. And then here we're going to throw the bonus one in there. Uh, we're going to use Luis Garcia at six. His number is five and a half, so i just putting him in there because we think he's going to hit it. They're giving us plus 110. So Gossman, nine or more. Stroman, six or more. Garcia, six or more. Uh, $10 will pay us $360. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Now, normally we put two guys in there, but uh, you know what? I'm in a good mood, and we're on a little bit of a roll here, so why, why not? We'll throw three in there at plus the 360. And two really doesn't pay that much anyway. You know, about $125 to $140. You really do need to throw that uh, third one in there. So um, looking pretty good. I do like that. So Sandoval, Rasmussen, Hudson, Stroman, Archer, Garcia, and then Gossman. And then a Gossman, nine, Stroman, six, Garcia, six, uh, $10 parlay. So let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Nice little seven and one last night. Hopefully, uh, with these seven, we'll go seven and one again. All right, our golfing uh, system. That's next. Ops picks and phone calls. On Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 844-843-6879, ATT Sportsnet, Southwest Valley Sports Cleveland with the uh, home run calls there for the uh, Astros and uh, Cleveland Guardians. How about that? Uh, yes. All right. Well, before we get to the, uh, the the phone calls here, let me throw this out because uh, the tournament starts in 15, 20 minutes, literally. So you got about that, that much time to get these bets in. We got the final PGA uh, tournament of the season. It's, uh, you know, the 
it's kind of a goofy thing, the tour championship. <clears throat> they basically had standings, and they take the top 30 golfers, and depending on the standings, you get a lead heading into the tournament. So the best golfer this year was Scotty Scheffler, so he starts the tournament at minus 10. Uh, that's a two-shot lead over Patrick Cantlay, who starts at minus 8, and then so on down the line, right? So this is already built in. So we have 29 guys as uh, one guy dropped out to Zalatoris. So we have 29 guys. If you look on FanDuel, and we'll use their numbers, um, we have nearly everybody at 29 to 1 or better. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 guys. Uh, Sunday J. M. is 27, so we'll count him as well. 20 guys. Justin Thomas is 26 to 1, so we'll count him basically 21 guys. So here's what we're going to do. We like to have fun with this stuff, right? Normally, we would uh, have guys that uh, we bet not make the cut. Well, there's no cut here, so they all play four rounds. We're going to throw out Scheffler, who's only two to one. We're going to throw out Cantlay, who's only plus 380. And I'm waffling on this, but we're going to throw out the Schofflay, who's at six to one. We're going to put 10 bucks on everybody else. That's 26 guys got, Scott. Yep. We're putting $10 on everybody else. Why? Because here are some of the odds of some of these guys if they were to win. Uh, good old Justin Thomas, 26 to 1. I'm getting Justin Thomas at 26 to 1. M, 27 to 1. All right, so if those two guys win, then, then we break even because we're going to lose you know, 28 bets. I get that. But that, those are the only two. Everybody else is higher than 28 to 1, which is what we would need to break even since we had 29 bets. Well, actually, we had 26 bets. Uh, so really, it's only uh, – really, it's, it's Sam Burns and Cameron Smith at 22 and 20. But we the others, Thomas M. Fitzpatrick, 33 to 1. Cameron Young, 41 to 1. Hovland, 60 to 1. Jordan Speed, 65 to 1. Morikawa, 75 uh, Matsuyama, 100. Stallings, 100. Adam Scott, 140 to 1. Horschel, 120 to 1. Um, all the way up to 320 to 1. So if we can get one of them, now again, these guys do start. I hear you saying, well, Scott, they're starting five, six, seven shots back. I understand that, but you know what? It might not be like handing an NBA team a 10 nothing lead to start the game. But it kind of is. Yeah, these guys are starting ahead of everybody else, but I think it'll come back to the means. You know, when a guy knows he's five down, six down, you know, he plays a little bit differently versus if he's even. So he knows going in, he's got to take a few more challenges. And while a lot of these guys might take challenges and lose, there might be two, three, four of these guys that take challenges and are able to erase a three, four, five, six uh, shot deficit in, in a round or two. Remember, it's four rounds, too. So our goal is to get one of these guys that are you know, starting five, six shots back at 100 plus to one to win. And if that happens, we'll just say yeah, Adam Scott, since he's got a great name. We put 10 bucks on Adam Scott. We're going to win $1,400. Now, we deduct the other 25 bets that we made, so but we're still winning over $1,100. That's the goal here. And this is for a $10 bet. The only risk, 
The only risk, and of course it's gambling, so there has to be a risk, is if Scheffler, Cantlay, or Chauflay win. Then we lose the other 26 bets. But it's 260 bucks if you're a $100 player. All right, we've we lost two, three in a row before. It's not the worst thing in the world. I, I, I don't think, I, I'll, I'll just take my chances uh, that one of these other guys wins. And basically, we're either going to break even or we're going to win maybe a ton of money. So the goal is obviously to have one of these guys that are 100 plus to one to win, and we win a ton of money for our $10 bet. So we're throwing out Scheffler, who's only getting two to one. So what's the point? Cantley, who's only getting plus 380, what's the point? And Schofley, who's getting 6-1, to one, you know, he would offset some of our losses if he were to win, but eh, what's the point? We'll start with McElroy at 9-1, to one. Rom 14-1, to one, Finau 20-1, to one, Smith and Burns and Thomas and all the others. 26 golfers, 10 bucks, $260 investment. Any kind of luck, K.H. Lee wins and pays $3,200 for our $10 bet. You never know, right? Four rounds. These guys are all the best golfers in the world. It's not like these guys are a bunch of schmucks. I mean, these guys are good. So it's not like they're not capable of posting a, you know, a 10 under or a 12 under or a 14 under or whatever it takes. So that's our uh, golfing strategy. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Joe in Spokane, who's uh, got a big smile on his face today, no doubt. What's going on, Joe? How are you today, bud? Oh, I feel like I got hit by a bus, obviously. So, but yeah, I do have I do have a smile on my face. But yeah, oh, I'm still sore, as you know what, Scott. But yeah, man, uh, Michaelis, or however you say that guy's name. Are you serious, Michaelis? I even I even. I even played him down to just getting four strikeouts at like minus two fifty. One strikeout, Scott. One. Twenty six hundred bucks on a ninety six dollar bet. Are you kidding me? One strike, and wow. you couldn't hedge it because he was the middle game. So I had five four o'clock right. games; those all hit. I had uh, the Arizona. I had both pitchers in the Arizona in my Royals game. I had both pitchers in the Dodgers game. He was the five o five game Pacific time. There was nothing I could do. I was literally just stuck with him. Ah, oh, jeez, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so against so, the Cubs Scott, too. Yeah, and he had. I'll give you an example. The last inning he pitched, he was up to like 105 pitches or something like that. The last inning he pitched, all three batters he faced, he either had a he either had an 0-2 count on him or a 1-2 count. One strikeout, oh, one wow. strike away. Just just <laughs> oh, just teasing, just teasing you, stupid Scott. And it really went on for like most of the last three innings. I was like, you got, oh my god, there's no way. But but you know the the gambling gods just you know just didn't give it to you. So Scott, when are we? When are you going to start doing a little bit of these pitching par, uh, pitching uh, props parlays, man? I, I've been showing it to you. So so let me ask you this: Yeah, if you had to take all your pictures you took today, I'll give I'll give you my example. If you take, I'm thinking about Rasmussen, Sandoval, and Tristan McKenzie. I don't even think you mentioned them, but the the Mariners. You know, living up here in Washington, those guys strike out like like you would not believe, man. But if you took, for instance, if you tried maybe the Joe prop parlay of the day, McKenzie at 6-plus, Sandoval at 6-plus, Rasmussen at 6-plus, pace plus 432. 
if you take McKenzie off, it's it still plays uh, pays plus two nineteen, and that's just betting the, the Rays game. Yeah, I, I, you you should parlay them. I mean, I, I you know I, I would do it, and I do do it to a certain extent. I, I don't do it too much on the show because it'd be a little confusing. But you know, you could put all these guys Joe in a round robin parlay and use all seven if you wanted to, or, or you know, at least take top maybe two or three or four uh, and, and do that. Uh, I, I do do that. So, um, but I know yeah. Joe hit a couple Imagine of how much yesterday. money you'd be See, up. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I when mean, you get some of these days that we've and, had the yeah. seven and ones and the six and O's, yeah. Yeah, and the, and it goes to figure Joe's luck. The one guy that doesn't hit is the one guy that doesn't hit for you to go eight no. And I even, like I said, yeah. I even knocked him down a strikeout or two, and he still caught me. I was like, you got, oh, you got to be kidding me, Scott. But um, a lot of times, if I do like a bigger parlay instead of taking the six plus or over five and a half, I'll I'll take the five plus at like minus two seventy one, but I'll do like six or seven guys. You know, throw throw whatever uh. you want to at it, and then. And then, you, and then uh, your boys that uh, you got, you've been uh, talking about—they, uh, I was, I was emailing you last night. I was like, well, unless the Twins get two runs, then they're going to go one and one. And oops, they got two runs. That'll work. Better to be lucky and good, right? So yeah, yeah, they get, um, they get two runs at the top of the ninth inning. Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say I'll, I'll let I'll let you get to it, but uh, but yeah, I appreciate all the well wishes and all. I just. Uh, it's going to be a few weeks before uh, before Joe stops uh, probably popping the oxycodones 15 times a day. But uh, if you ever get a thoracotomy, a pleurodesis, and a thorentesis at the same time, just do yourself a favor. Take yourself out in the backyard and shoot yourself. So <laughs> you'll be better off. All right, Joe, we got to run, bud. All right, man, feel better. Joe had some serious surgery. That's what he was talking about. Uh, opposite picks and a bad beat from last night for me, too, as well. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those padded pencils. Get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, systems, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, Three and four yesterday, so we're now 336 up, 386 down, minus 3,300 if you've been a $100 player uh, from the beginning of the year. So here we go. We got a seven-pack all baseball. We're going to start with a little afternoon getaway day baseball. Tampa Bay laid a buck 70 versus the Angels. You know what? Keep playing the Devil Dogs. They're red hot, and the Angels are ice cold. Tampa Bay now 10-2 and two its last 12 games. Angels 1-5 since Mike Trout returned from the disabled so he hasn't been a factor. They're 20 games under 500. No reason to play baseball. Their owner wants to sell the team. They are a disgrace. Love Tampa Bay here. Uh, give me the Angels plus the 150. 
Pick number two, St. Louis minus 130 at the Cubs. All right, Cubbies did win yesterday. They've taken a couple of games in this series, but the Cardinals still 18-5 and five their last 23 games. Marcus Stroman on the hill for the Cubbies. He's winless at home this year. Cubs are only 3-7 and seven his last 10 starts, and now I'm getting one of the hottest teams in baseball that basically pick them. I love St. Louis here. Uh, give me the Cubs plus the 110. Pick number three, Cleveland minus 115 at Seattle. Wow, Guardians are road favorites over Red Hot Seattle. Boys in Vegas are begging you to take the Mariners here. You know what? Don't fall for it, folks. This Cleveland team's on fire. 12-4 its last 16 games. 9-4 in Tristan McKenzie, the starting pitcher's last 13 starts. And for good reason. He's allowed to combine 13 runs over his last nine starts. Love Cleveland here. Uh, give me Seattle at the even. Pick number four, Mets laying two and a half versus Colorado. Jacob DeGrom gets the start for this game. Not against the Yankees. No, no, no. He wasn't man enough to face the Stankies. Instead, he's going to face the Rockies at home, where no doubt he will pitch well, and the Mets fans will say how great he is, but we really know, we really know the true story, uh, unlike with Tom Brady. Rockies, meanwhile, 18-39 and 39 on the road. You got to lay two and a half because the Mets are a minus 450 under a favorite, but you know what? Uh, they're gonna win this one. You know, uh, seven to two. You know, five to one, something like that. Love the Mets laying even two and a half. Uh, give me the Rockies uh, plus the two and a half and even. Pick number five, Baltimore. Pick them versus the White Sox. Yeah, I tell you what, the boys in Vegas still get us the Orioles at a nice price at home. I know they lost yesterday 5-3, to three, but pick them against the White Sox. Lance Lynn. The Sox are 3-5 and five in Lynn's last eight starts. Orioles, meanwhile, are 7-2 and two in Jordan Lyle's last nine starts. Need I say more? Love Baltimore here. Yeah, give me the White Sox and pick them. Pick number six, Yankees laid a run and a half versus Oakland. Yeah, Yanks got their mojo back. Thank you very much, Mets, as they sweep their mini Subway Series. They now won three in a row. A's don't figure to put up much of a fight. You know, it's a home game for them, but they have the worst home record in the American League at 19-41, and 41, and chances are very, very, very good. There'll be way more Stanky fans there than A's fans. You know what? Love the Yanks here laying a run and a half. Uh, give me Oakland plus the uh, one and a half. Pick number seven, Houston minus one and a half versus Minnesota. Yeah, keep playing the Astros here. This Minnesota team, they've now lost five straight. Unbelievable. Uh, twins uh, send Chris Archer to the hill. He sucks, folks. He's two and six, and the Twins have lost his last seven starts. Astros, second best record in baseball. Love Houston here laying a run and a half. Uh, give me the Twins uh, plus the one and a half runs. Opposite picks, baseball, up and down the board. Angels plus 150 at Tampa Bay. Uh, Cubbies plus 110 against St. Louis. Seattle even against uh, Cleveland. Rockies plus two and a half runs uh, against the New York Mets and good old Jacob DeGrom. White Sox pick them against the Orioles. A's plus one and a half runs against the Stanks. And uh, Twinkies uh, plus one and a half runs at the Houston Astros. Opposite picks. We'll post them on the website. Good luck, folks.
And there you go. Uh, we will post that and all the other things I'm about to give you on the uh, on the website, OpsPicks.com. Uh, one great quickie here. I know Joe was talking about that bad beat. And he sent me a bet. You know, you, you can't win them all. You know, leave it to Joe to complain about a 7-1 and one, um, because he did hit a bunch of other parlays. But I, I had a parlay. I had a three-teamer that was going to pay 3-1. to one. I swear, every time, I swear, every time I don't hedge and I think about hedging, I lose. Every time I do hedge, I won't say I always win anyway, but whenever I don't, I lose. Last night, try to complete a three-game parlay, right? A three-team parlay. Under seven and a half, Kansas City and Arizona. It's one nothing. One mother effing nothing heading to the bottom of the seventh inning. I got Zach Gallon on the hill for the uh, D-backs. He's a great, good pitcher. And I got the Brady Singer for KC. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Easy money. Royals put five on the board in the bottom of the seventh as they take Gallon out of the game. Make it 5-1. All right, now I got to sweat. Scoreless eighth inning, 5-1. We head to the top of the ninth. I got to run to give. I look at the fan duel, and I could bet the under seven and a half, and I'm like, yeah, I got to run to give. Well, you know, why throw away money? This is an easy win. There's no way they're going to score two runs. Kansas City brings their closer into the game. I mean, it's the Arizona Diamondbacks. They get a runner on, gets over to third base. They get him in to make it 5-2. No problem. Two out, top of the ninth, nobody on. Ball game over. I'm going to collect my ticket, right? Uh, this stiff Rodriguez or Hernandez or I don't know who it is. Somebody hits a solo home run. Diamondbacks lose five to three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the guy did have like 29 home runs. So he is a home run hitter, but he's hitting like 220. But I'm telling you, every single time I think about hedging and I don't, I lose. I lose. Amazing. Uh, I know people swear off hedging. Uh, I think you're crazy I, I re- because of situations like this. I'd rather have been more upset about, well, I pissed away, you know, some uh, some money hedging, but at least my team won. I, I'd rather have that little angst versus the major angst that I have right now. Amazing. Mets in Colorado tonight. That's, that's the biggie. That's the one we're all going to have fun with. Uh, Mets are, let me just double check now. They were 420 last night. I saw one site have them up to 450, and yeah, that's where FanDuel has them. Minus 450. I will tell you this, though. They're giving you a bargain laying the run and a half. You know, at a, at a 450 price, without looking, I would have said that, you know, they probably would have posted two and a half. And if they're going to post one and a half, if the regular line is 450, what are they going to take? 150, maybe 250 points off that? You're still going to have to lay well over two to one? They're allowing you to lay one and a half runs at minus 176. That's not bad. I got to tell you, that that's a, that's a halfway decent price. That really is. I, I thought, like I said, that would have been a lot higher. Uh, you got a prohibitive, prohibitive minus 450 favorite. I mean, who's laying that, right? Even if you put that in a parlay, let me, uh, let's say you like the White Sox, right? And then you want to throw uh, the White Sox at $100 versus 
would pay you at minus 120, about 90 bucks, right? Uh, $83. All right, you don't want to do that. You want to put the Mets in a parlay at minus 450. That $100 to pay 83 turns into $100 to pay well, 124. That's actually better than I thought it would be. That's a uh, that's a 40 point jump from 83 bucks to 124. Yeah. So I guess it is worth putting a, 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 even a four and a half to one favorite in there. I, if it was going to be like 20 bucks and be like, what's what's the point? You know, who knows what could happen? But um, they actually bump it up quite a bit. It's not it's not bad. But, uh, can they possibly lose at lane four and a half to one? I, I doubt it, but um, you never know. You just, you know, that's why they call it gambling, right? All right, let's go to our, we got our strikeout props, our pyramid, uh, pyramid plays. We hit with Houston last night against Minnesota. Uh, we hit with UConn, uh, not really UConn, Connecticut, uh, laying the five and a half, six and a half at Dallas in the WNBA playoffs. They, uh, they, they won easily. So uh, we are now 13 and 11 WNBA. Our baseball plays are 40 and 30, good for plus $436. Our strikeouts are now 76 and 35, good for $4,324 if you're a $100 player. You know, varying the big, we'll just say $4,300. $4,300. If you only play our best strikeout guy, you're 26 and 12. A hundred dollar player is up fourteen hundred bucks. The only thing we have not hit is the uh, the ten dollar parlay, but uh, hopefully that'll change today. Our pyramid plays best baseball play. Ah, uh, you know what? I'll bite. Uh, I'll take the Mets lane and run and a half minus uh, the the one eighty, one seventy nine, one seventy eight. I'll just say one eighty uh, against Colorado with the Grom on the hill. He's he has to he has to pitch great tonight, right? And and uh, the Rockies have a stiff on the hill. If the Mets can't score six seven runs, if the Mets don't win this game by at least three runs, something's uh, not right. Best uh, strikeout prop. I like them today. Not in love with any of them, but I'll go with Marcus Stroman, four and a half. He's had five strikeouts, six of his last nine, six and three. Uh, Cardinals aren't necessarily a strikeout machine, but they're not one of the fewer strikeout teams either. It's an afternoon game. So uh, we'll go Stroman over four and a half at home. Got a couple preseason uh, football games tonight. Uh, I think the best one on the board is San Francisco. They're expected to play their starters. Houston is not. So San Fran's laying three and a half on the road. So that is our best uh, football play. Our uh, open parlays. First up, uh, Dodgers, uh, Seattle uh, yesterday did not come through for us. Dodgers did, but Seattle lost at home outright to the Nationals. Every time you want to believe in the Seattle team, you know, they're, they're close, but they're not really. They lost two or three to Oakland. Now they drop a game to the Nationals. You can't do that if you want to be really taken seriously. So we lost 100 bucks there. So we're 4 and 14, still up $137, but uh, we need a winner. Nothing on uh, the board tonight. Dodgers and Nationals both off, so no play there. Our open parlay, yeah, stinking Seattle. Unbelievable. I have to lose that game outright. We weren't even laying a run and a half. Leg number three, we got to wipe it off the board. We're now 2 and 54, minus 2,137 bucks. We did start a second one yesterday. That one won with Toronto. I wish we would have reversed them. So uh, Toronto beat the Red Sox $100. We won 65 So today we're going to put it on the Mets at minus one and a half runs. 
$165 with the odds, uh, minus the 180. We're going to win $90 on that. So leg number two. So Toronto winning yesterday, and then the Mets uh, now tonight. And then our underdog open parlay, we hit with Kansas City. So we won 30 bucks. We have 55 to play with, and we're going to put that on Baltimore tonight at, uh, at Pickham. So 55 to win 50 on the Orioles against the Chicago White Sox at home. All right, uh, opposite picks on this Thursday. Quick little break, and we'll wrap up shop with uh, recapping all our winners uh, for tonight. It's right here on Sportsgrid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, yesterday we gave you our first official NFL bet. We're going to give you another one today. And we might do this all the way right up to the, the start of the season. Told you yesterday, recapping, uh, how is Buffalo not winning the AFC East? FanDuel has them at minus 230. I mean, the Dolphins? No way. Jets? <laughs> Please. Patriots? I really doubt it, right? So I think that's a lock of all, all locks. Next one is Tampa Bay. Same thing. Minus 270. Little, little more juice to it. But how are they not winning the NFC South, right? I, I actually give the Dolphins or Patriots a better chance to knocking off Buffalo than I do any other team in the NFC South. And again, everything is, you know, barring injury. But you, you could say that about Pick a team with San Diego uh, or LA Chargers, rather, you know, Kansas City, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, obviously, with, you know, they're, they're all predicated on staying healthy. So Tampa Bay stays healthy. As much as we're bashing Brady, and I think he's got a little soft here with this little vacation or unmasked singer or wherever the heck he was uh, last week, who's going to win? Atlanta? No, and I like Atlanta this year, but no, not that much. Carolina with Baker Mayfield? I, I really doubt it. New Orleans with uh, Jameis Winston, another injury waiting to happen. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep Kamara or not. The defense is pretty solid, but they're not on that level. I mean, I, like I said, I don't know how Tampa Bay doesn't win that NFC South. And if you don't want to lay the minus 270, I get that. You could put Buffalo and Tampa Bay in a parlay at even money on FanDuel. They allow you to do that. So that's actually our third official. Uh, we'll, we'll do a, like a 2-2-A. Two, two Tampa Bay minus the 270 to win the NFC South. And then a little 2-A Buffalo-Tampa Bay parlay to win their respective divisions at even money. Uh, no odd changes with the, that I've seen anyway with the Pujols, who did play last night against a righty. Uh, got a, a one for four, but no home run, so he remains uh, seven shy. I still think he's going to get 700. Hopefully you bet on that. Good luck to the uh, the golfers and, uh, and all the other bets that we have with our pitching props and uh, football full circles coming up next, folks. We'll talk to you later on tonight in In Game Live. 